Welcome back to the podcast, the ones and zeros of all things metal. I'm Matt. And I'm Jeff. And today we are talking about Kublai Khan, new EP, and Necrogoblicon's new full-length LP. What were those again, Jeff? Kublai Khan is the lowest form of animal, and Necrogoblicon is uh, the fundamental slimes and humors. Yes. And I can't wait to get that vinyl in. It's going to be awesome. It's not coming until October or something like that, but hmm. you chose to spend money on that album. Yeah. Why? Oof. Interesting. Uh-oh. I think it might be a short, I think it might be a short episode because Uh-oh. I don't have anything good to say about it. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> which is why we're starting off with Kublai Khan. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Kublai Khan. Uh, it's, I I had heard the name Kublai Khan, uh, not just from history, but also like through the band and whatnot uh, for a while. But I've never actually gotten into their stuff. Like I knew about them, but I never checked them out. I don't know why. But so I went under the, the, the wiki and it said just to kind of get like a brief analysis of what people consider them to be. And it says that they're a type of metalcore uh Reminiscent of the early 90s metallic hardcore scene. And uh, I, so I, I guess kind of jumping back and forth in between a little bit of a couple different topics. I really enjoyed this EP. And uh, I was like, man, this sounds like very familiar. It was like a very just hint of my childhood. And I couldn't figure out what it was. And then on the wiki, it said that uh, they're compared to Hatebreed a lot. And I was like, man, I I smashed a whole bunch of Hatebreed albums back when I was like getting into getting into this whole thing. I was like hooked. That was one of the bands that was that like hooked me into this genre of uh, just like metal and metalcore and hard rock and stuff like that. So it was once I read that, I was like, OK, I can kind of it's it's faint, but like it's there. And it was just something that I was like, maybe that's why I enjoyed it so much. It was just kind of a, like a reminiscent type thing. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it as well. Uh, like you said, there, there, I don't know much about that era of that metallic, uh, hardcore that you were talking about. Yeah. Um, but, and, and I also wrote that like, it wasn't they weren't, like exactly like reinventing the wheel here, but Mm -hmm. there was just like solid, just solid like grooves throughout. Oh yeah. Um, No, it it, same and same thing with me. Like I, I know the name Kublai Khan from like history, something I I don't know exactly. I know it was a person, but uh, (laughs) um, like this was like the first release that I've really listened to by them, like all the way through. Um, I've, I've heard like a song here and there before, but like I, I know they have a really good song called The Hammer. Yeah. Um, which I, I liked, but uh never really like sat down and listened to a lot of their stuff. So this is like the first full release that I've or the first release that I've listened through all the way. And I okay. I really enjoyed this one too. Um it just, you know, it was hitting the spot. Um I think it's best listened to all the way through. It's not that long of an EP. Um mm-hmm. 
I probably could have done without all of those um, sound bits. Yeah. Those like messages throughout, like it was like every song and like, especially like Swan song. Like I I understand the message of the song, um, you know, and it, and it like adds to that. I don't know where that, where that sound bit came from, but it, it was, it was just too long. You know, like it was like 30, it was over 30 seconds, 35 seconds long at the end of the song. So when the song ends, I'm like, I don't want to listen to this every single time. Gotcha. This, this sound bit. So I just, just, you know, have to like skip to the next song, but like every song had something like that. And it was kind of, I'm still giving it a good score, but it def, I think it definitely retracted like maybe like half a point from the score. Yeah. Um, it was just kind of annoying. <laughs> I I <laughs> didn't have to seem, skip that. I didn't seem to mind it all that much, just because one, I'm like a lyrics guy, so uh, to have like a message that fit, uh, kind of gave you more of a direction on what the lyrics and what the song was supposed to be meant towards, uh, was a little nice, I guess, because it it just kind of lent itself more towards understanding what the artist is really trying to say. Uh, but I can understand also how if you're, you just want to listen to the music, you you might not want all those little bits at the end or whatnot. So I can, I, I see both sides of it. Yeah. I think it, it could have, it could have been more tolerable mm-hmm. if there was some kind of, some kind of music behind it, maybe like a clean, you know, kind of dreamy atmospheric or something like this band doesn't do that, but, but, uh, like keys or something even just, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Like a, some kind of pad maybe. I don't Mm. know. Okay. Yeah. Something to kind of, uh, it was just too dry, like too empty sounding. Yeah. To add a little bit more depth to it. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. Uh, one thing I did have to look up is a couple in a couple of the songs they talk about letting the rough end drag. I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, it's uh, I, I think it actually comes from Texas, which is where they're from, and it means doing the best you can do, uh, doing the best you can do and not worrying about the rest. So I was like, okay, that's kind of hmm. cool. Uh, just a little saying, like just. Let the rough end drag. And I might start saying that now. Just, it's kind of catchy. Yeah, that's kind of a cool. <laughs> how are you doing? Just letting the rough end drag. <laughs> just is that how that. it's is that how it's used? Like in a in a greeting? Uh I in the little bit of research that I did, it, yeah, it's kind of like live in the dream. It's yeah, it's kind of yeah, the Midwestern <laughs> live in the dream answer where you're it's just kind of like doing the best I can. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I like, I, I like that. It's a new yeah. phrase. Yes. That's a, and I mean, if we're not using it right, hopefully somebody will correct us, but that's my, uh, my five minute Google search is what, what that led to there. Yeah. And this one, I, uh, I actually paid attention to some of the lyrics Yeah, or looked them up. Like I followed, I followed along for us. Swan Song and Loyal to None because they were on Spotify. The other ones mm-hmm. weren't. I don't know why. I don't know why. Uh, sometimes but, it just takes a second for Spotify to catch up. 
or music mm. match or whatever they use to get the lyrics. Yeah. Would it, would it, like, would it be that way if these were singles? Like, did it release as singles and that's why they, they did it? Uh, I don't know. Because Swan Song and Loyal to None were the only ones that had lyrics. It might have. I know Swan Song was a single. Um, okay. I don't know if Loyal to None was. Okay. Those ended up being two of my favorite songs, though. Um, I had three. Um, Swan yeah. Song, Loyal to None, and Resentment. Nice. I liked uh, Swan Song and Dynasty the best. In my, yeah. My opinion. Um, yeah. I really, like, overall, I really like the, um, kind of like the dryness of it. Yeah. Uh, like if you go to so if you're in Swan Song and you go to 155 um like where, where that drum or the drums are you don't really hear any like you know like room noise from the drums where it would you would hear it kind of like reverberate it's just very it's just very dry. Yeah. Like crisp also though. I guess the the dryness allows it to be a little a little more crisp. Yeah, the vocals don't really have any like reverb on them. Yeah. And like usually like for for like metal when you hear like a snare, it's like you know, like mm-hmm. where like that. But this one's just like that was that was something I said for uh dynasties. I really like the sound off of the snare in that song because it sounded like hollow with a little bit of a like at with the, obviously with the snare on the under end, but it just seemed like hollow more hollow than uh, and maybe I just missed that for the rest if that maybe that's the sound that they carry through the whole album but for whatever reason that really stuck out to me in Dynasty hmm. was that snare just noise I actually said the opposite for for Dynasty oh yeah like if you go to 227 um, I think that's where I'm thinking you of. can he- you can hear more of that room noise from the snare when it Yeah, okay, I guess there's that. It, I don't know, something about it made it seem hollow. So I, well, it might be hollow. Yeah. Yeah. Just like en- empty, but also, I guess I get, I get, I do hear that reverb now or that room noise. Like a room, a room mic. Yeah. So you get the little bit of it bouncing off the walls or whatnot. But so, yeah. And maybe that's what made it stick out is I was used to how like dry you said it was through the whole album. And then at the end there, they made it a little bit more uh, full. I don't know. I It added yeah. uh, flavor mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed Swan Song. Like the intro is what hooked me the most in my opinion. Just, you know me. I love just screaming with minimal instruments, and that's the whole intro. Just and then yeah, I, and it's what like at, yeah at the beginning there was a, there was that long section where it's just like it's just like a kick. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that, that that's also why that's that's one I liked too. That part. 
Um, you yeah. said you were going to go to another part. You like? Oh, and then at like 15 seconds, there's still just like minimal instruments, but the, the way the guitar comes in just and holds out that one long note for a hot second. It's just real powerful. It just, and it kind of like fades out slightly. And then they go into the, they go into the song and it just kicks off from there. Yeah. One thing I noted about this song and I guess the EP in general is that every transition is really great. Mm -hmm. Like from sections in each song. Yeah. Like they'll go from a riff to like another, to like a groovy thing and then like a breakdown. And it's just like, it's, it's familiar, but not like, not exactly like bore, like boring or like, oh yeah, that's just like a basic riff or something. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, they keep it kind of fresh. Yeah. Um, especially like, like some of my favorites, like one of my favorite parts is like 129 to 155. And then that, so like that, that like breakdown that happens at 140. Yeah. There was just a lot of parts throughout this EP where it just like, you can just headbang to it a lot. Oh yeah. Oh man. I didn't realize it, but like, but 145 or something. There's just like a little bit of extra dirt in that guitar. It's nasty. Or maybe it's the bass. It's the bass. They 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 rub oh, yeah. some they rub some dirt in that bass. That is disgusting. Yeah. I didn't I didn't catch that yep. until just now. It was ugh, it was good. Yeah, that's good. It and, tastes good. And I usually like a more warming sounding bass, but that added a whole like depth of flavor, just, just like that grit is, it's just gritty. You can feel it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, uh, it's like, it's, it's subtle, but when they, when you bring a bass out like that, it can just like enhance. Yeah. It, it just enhances it. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I think like most of the time you kind of feel depending on the genre, obviously, but like the, like a bass is kind of there to be just like, interpreted more so like and like kind of felt rather than just like here's the bass yeah guitar you know <laughs> like pay attention to me um that's why they're always left in the van yeah <laughs> all right bring them out we need a we needed to enhance a section real quick <laughs> right uh one thing that they that they do really good or very well lyrically is painting probably the clearest picture that I've ever been able to like get literally from lyrics Mm -hmm. and at like one, I'm not going to like say them because it can be kind of triggering. If you want to check them out, you guys can check them out. Um, Yeah. But it, yeah, 127 through uh, like probably I think 140, one. Yeah. On swan song still? Yeah, on swan song. That has to be, of that event that he's talking about, it has to be one of like the clearest pictures that I've ever had painted. It's not a picture that I want, but it fits the song so well. 
me uh checking out yeah yeah i yeah i was <laughs> like i i the first time i read the lyrics were to was today and uh you know like i i'm like you know grooving in my car while, while driving like yeah yeah and then you look up the lyrics and you're like jesus christ <laughs> that's that's it's like an awful image but it's not like disgu- like disgusting like remember like osaya's lyrics uh, yeah, they're older it, lyrics. Could be. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't like that. It was. It obviously paints a a um mm-hmm. a, like a terrible scenario. But like you said, it's very it's very vivid. Yeah, and it it is. I I'm not saying making a bad thing good. It is very poetic, and adds. Do I want to say class? Not not really class. It. I think it makes, if you were to, okay, obviously this song, this song is talking about, uh, like woman, uh, like, like abuse. Uh, yeah. Uh, abuse against women and, uh, like sex trafficking and, uh, like prostitution, just all that stuff. That's kind of, it's lumping all that together. So the part of how the song, they're treated, yes, yeah. treatment and all that stuff. And at the end of the song, they talk about how, you know, you shouldn't be ashamed of your past or your present, as long as you're working towards like a means to an end. And that's kind of what that, what Jeff doesn't really like listening to all the time. He, <laughs> it, uh, this lady is trying to say, she's like, it's, Oh it, yeah. It de- like at the end, he's like, she's like, at the end of the day, you have to survive. So if that's what you had to do to survive at that point in time, then you had to get, then you, that's what you had to do. But you know, you should always be trying to push yourself forward. And like, cause she says like, you know, when I, when I realized that, you know, my brain using my brain was better than using my body. That's, that's what I did. She's like, I used all those things in the past as an experience and as a story of what got me to where I'm at today sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, and just to elaborate, it's not that I don't like listening to it <laughs> yes. because of the message, what she's saying. It's just that for in, in terms of like the flow of the song and the album, it just felt like it was too long. Yeah. J- just for, just for on the music side. So I just wanted to interject that. No, no. Yeah. I wasn't trying to say that you were against the message. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for the message, not just, wishing it was a uh, shorter or put somewhere else or maybe a little music portrayed. It. Yeah. Portrayed a little bit differently. Yeah. Cause it's just dry. It's just talking. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, that's pretty much all I had to say about that. It was just, they do a really good job at painting a picture as dark as it is. And, um, kind of opening up just, just like openly talking about it saying, cause there's a, there's another part. He's like, what can I, there's, he, he says something along the lines of like, there's nothing I can say or do to help. And like, he's feeling that pain is like, you know, I can't do anything to help, but you know, you guys can, you guys can, you know, uh, I mean, I wish I would have, should have looked, pulled the lyrics up and got them a little bit more solidified in this thought, but, oh, he, uh, 
like even though there's nothing that he can do in that moment, he wants them to know like you're you're being seen at this moment. He says, uh, "I working long nights, hit by every man you ever you ever loved. Uh, you tried to you tried but you couldn't hide. Slowly burning your sight or." For all the fear, every tear slowly burning your sight. Uh, to see the heartbreak from my window, such a sad state. Um, I can't stop to even help you. What the hell can I do? Uh, just say that's her life turned out, used up, and defiled. Uh, yeah, he goes on to say uh, pretty much like that you're my mother, you're my sister, you're my daughter, like trying to like say, Hey, I'm here. You know, I wish I could do something to help. Uh, I don't know. It's a mm-hmm. really deep and hard subject to talk about. And I'm just yeah. kind of rambling. So I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> uh, something more or less to talk about in one-on-one situations. And if I guess, you know, if you are in that situation, seek somebody that you know can help. And, uh, yeah, (laughs) Mm -hmm. there, there's, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, I guess. (laughs) For sure. All right. What was the other songs that you liked? (laughs) Uh, Loyal to None. Um, this one just had a lot of great, uh, like breakdown sections. Uh, I like at the beginning how those chords are held out, like, at um, 13 seconds. Okay, yeah. They do a really good job at, like, leaving space. So even though, like, they're always, like, playing, not always playing the instrument, but, like, with those, the way they held the chords out, they kind of just let it, let them hang there for a second to where they almost faded out and he's still like screaming through it. And yeah, they they, don't always, they don't always feel like they need to always be playing something. Yeah. Like, like, like crazy or always hitting a note at all Mm -hmm. times. Yeah. Which I, I dig that's, I, I mean, we we say this all the time on the show is like, sometimes you need to like cut, cut shit out and let the song breathe for a second. And, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know about you, but me, I really, I really love it when they just scream and there's no instruments. It's just one of my favorite <laughs> things in the world. So, uh, I, this band does that in every single song. So that's something to look forward to. If you enjoy it, that same style. Yeah. And it's, I, I like it. It's like, it's like a very, like, like we mentioned before, very like dry sound, but I also like how it's, it's, it, it sounds a little bit more on the, like the raw side, like they didn't over process anything. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like, it's like really clean, but, mm-hmm. but like, not like it was recorded bad. It's just like raw, which I is a little odd to me. That yeah. they got the that they got the style that they got under the label that they're under. They're under Rise Records, and I feel like yeah, Rise Records just like not typical overproduces a lot of things. Yeah, 
Yeah, you're right. Because I, you know, I, there was bands that I started off loving and then they got onto Rise and I just stopped listening to them. I, and not saying it's bad, it, you know, that Rise Records is a big label, you know, good for them for getting on there and living their dream. But I, I feel like, I don't know, it just whenever, whenever a band gets onto Rise Records or Fearless, I feel, I, I just, it, they get influenced it, too much. Yeah, somehow. it just gets overproduced. Like, I, and I think that's what it is. It just, things just happen. Like, they just get overproduced and you say, like, hey, you know what? You got here because you were popular. Now we're going to make you even more popular. And then they just kind of dilute what made the band the band. So to hear this rawness and not underproduced, but just, I think, well thought out. It's just not overproduced. Yeah. The just <laughs> well thought out production is amazing. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like this EP and, and just this band in general, just based off this EP, you can kind of tell that this is just the way that they would play in person. Yeah. You know, like, like, like you were saying when you, when you have like a more, like a, like a more raw, uh, band that before they got on rise, you, you know, and they have like more of a raw recording, you're like, mm-hmm. okay, this is what they actually sound like. But then when they become overproduced on, on a label, you're like, okay, well now we see what the magic of like, ha- of a recording studio can do to make some, someone sound really great. Yeah. You know? And then, and then there's Kubla Khan where it, it just, it, 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 it doesn't feel like they're influenced or they're, taking a lot of outside direction it's like no this is what this is how we want to represent ourselves mm-hmm. and you can either take it or leave it and rise i think s- seems to uh, have just taken them as they are <laughs> yeah. rather than trying to like so here's what we want to do like nope yeah. i don't think so <laughs> yeah i mean they've been i think they've been on rise for a little bit now yeah i think it's a it's been a good however long <laughs> yeah that's 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 a measurement of time uh 2017 is when they is when they joined so okay however math works what five years or so yeah yeah uh they did also that before that they are an artery which i've heard a couple bands off artery and they they have more of that this sound, this like raw, just kind of angsty. I, I forgot about Artery. I'm going to write that down. All right. Because I forgot about Artery. Yeah. Um, Bullet for Pretty Boy was on Artery, I think. Uh, Wasn't Atreyu at one point? I don't remember. Uh, I'm bad. Know, I'm really bad I, with names. And stuff. I think Adestria was too. Okay. Um. That's all I can think of. But man, oh man, I forgot about Artery. I'm, I'm going to go look up some bands at Artery <laughs> after, after this. Yeah. It's like when I, back back in the day when, back, just to digress a little bit, back back in the day when I would, you know, buy a lot of CDs at like FYE or wherever mm-hmm. Best Buy, when I saw Ar- the Artery logo, logo, I could, I could like pretty much trust that it was going to be a good band, you know? Um. So it was just, that kind of influenced my purchases back in the day. Cause I used to go to the store, buy CDs and most of the time liked what I heard just on a whim. But, um, yeah, it's, it's been a while since I heard that name, to be honest. Attila. 
They were or currently? A, uh, former. former. Yeah. Okay. Adestria. Fuck. Yeah, like, Adestria. They popped up on Spotify the other day. I was like, oh, I haven't listened right? to Adestria in a long time. Uh, Bury Your Dead, Bury Tomorrow, Chelsea Grin. I think that was back in the day. Conquer Divide. They're currently on the Crimson Armada. Do you remember them? Oh, yeah. I remember them. Uh, Man, I'm sorry we're getting on this tangent, but everything metal as we talk about here. Right. (laughs) Uh, In Dying Arms. This is the ones and zeros part. Yeah, this is the ones and zeros. Uh. Yeah, in Dying Arms, I don't know if you've listened to them at all. They're pretty good. Guillot- uh, maybe uh, guillotines. Guillotines. Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, Kublai Khan. Yeah, we just talked about. Yeah, we just talked about that. Uh, I'm just like Sentinels. I've heard that name before. I can't remember what they sound like, but Sentinels. shoot the we girl did the- first. You remember them? Uh, I know you liked them. Yeah, I, liked I don't them. really remember them that yeah. much. But Sentinels, if it's the same band, um, we we remember we did those four singles that we thought was an EP, but it was actually from their uh, You're right. thing. It, them, did that ever come out? The, it did, yeah. <laughs> we should probably do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I... Cause well, and then like the other day, I remember I texted you that picture of Silverstein. It's a new EP, but I think it's the same thing where it lumped four singles together, four or five singles together oh, out from their new album, which the new album is not out yet. Okay. So we have to and wait for like, that. Oh yeah. So that was um, my mistake. But. Sirens and Sailors. I used to listen to them. Uh, Sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Upon this dawning. Yes. They used yep. to be a thing. They're disbanded. Uh, and that's all I that's all I know. Those are the only names that I know. But there's, yeah, a whole bunch. Jeez. Oh, we're going to get nostalgic tonight. I know, right? Boys and girls. <laughs> and everything in between. Yes. All right. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, back on to Kublai Khan. Yeah. <laughs> uh you said you liked resentment as well. Uh, I did. Uh, Anything special about it, or just good? Oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute. That comment I made earlier about the drums not being dry. I don't think I was on the right song. Did you Did you write it down for Dynasty? Yes. Oh, I was listening to Resentment <laughs> when I when I, when I said two forty seven. Um, that's funny because there's a part at like 247 where you can hear the drums in Dynasty. Yeah, I was definitely uh, on resentment when I clicked when I was telling you. Oh about that. yeah, no, that's a whole lot different. Yeah, okay. there's a whole lot of echo there. It's still hollow, but there's a whole lot more of that room noise that you were talking about. Okay, so Dynasty, what? Um, I guess you could go to 247 again. That seemed to have. Or no no go to go to two oh three. Yeah, yep. There's a little bit of the room noise, but it's a, it's very hollow and very like snappy. Yeah. It's not like a it's not a very like full sound. Yeah. 
Yeah. Almost sounded like they were hitting like the wood and not the head of the drum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the, a lot of different textures mm-hmm. in here. And since we're on dynasty, I like, I like, I like that, uh, groove at 227, that riff or 20, 226. Oof. Yeah, that's dirty. Oh, one the two thirty one that I just ugh, that just gave me a little bit of stank face. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess since we're we're on Dynasty, the the build up in the intro, just like that. I'm a sucker for a good intro. If you can hook me on the intro, then I'm sold pretty much for the whole. So I don't care what happens. Uh, but like this, the drums just slowly speeding everything up. And then you got that like chug with just symbols. Mm. I don't know. It's just kind of nostalgic to have like mm-hmm. that slow build up with the drums. Doof, 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 doof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. Yeah. And then oh. the sound of the snare. That's really all I, um, really had to say about that song. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then resentment. I, I said, I like the speed of that first verse. In the very beginning. So like at right at seven seconds. It's really punk rock. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, um, the syncopation, everything is very. Yeah. That, that, the, the drum, like, yeah. I do that a lot in my, when I write. Yeah. When I write my stuff. And even like the delivery of the, um, the lyrics there in the very beginning was very punk rock. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like, uh, I like, I like like a, a more hardcore punk kind of thing. Not always, but I tend to, to like it more than you would, you do. I think. Yeah. I'm not, I don't like punk. Punk. And then type Taipan wasn't one of my favorite songs, but I looked up what that was and there, there, it might. Yeah. It was a, it says a snake or a head of business in China. <laughs> so there's also a band from Australia called Taipan. Huh. I also looked it up because <laughs> they in <laughs> in Loyal to None, I think they referenced. Uh, they said like, "Is this Taipan or is this?" Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, okay. Is trust a trick built to make us weak? What the fuck is real? Who the fuck is fake? Boom slang Taipan. Who's the fucking snake? So there might be uh, like a a double, a double meaning there. Yeah. I don't know who boom slang is. I should have looked that up. Uh, But if it's, if they're talking about the band, they might have some beef with. Interesting. Oh, didn't even think about boom slang is a snake. Hmm. Boom slang, large venomous snake found in sub. Saharan Africa. Yeah, I feel like there might be some kind of some kind of double meaning in there somewhere. Boomslang is a timid snake, and bites generally occur when people attempt to handle or catch 
Yeah, there's probably some. Because if they're they're both deadly snakes, um, the taipan is from Australia, more locally found in Australia, and mm-hmm. and I I kind of looked up the one of the, the stats from the taipan snake, and it said one bite is enough to kill one hundred humans or two hundred and fifty thousand mice. Whichever comes first. <laughs> Fuck you, mice. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but that's that's insanity. That's crazy, crazy venomous. Yeah. Thank you for using the right word. Yes. That's one of my like one of my Oh, biggest... they're so poisonous. No, no they're, they're venomous. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. For anyone that doesn't know, venom is in the bloodstream, poison is like ingested. Yeah, like through the skin by touch or yeah. Like you technically that they said that you could like swallow venom and have it not do anything to you. Is that true? I think it, I don't know. I wouldn't might, try it, but I, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I don't know a hundred percent. You might get a little bit sick, but it also might be a way to build up an immunity towards the venom. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like the, cause it's like neurotoxin. So when it gets, or I guess they all work a little bit differently. Some, some venoms like prevent you from being able to have your blood clot and then your flesh just begins to dissolve. Yeah. Others are like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, like neuroblockers. So you're a hundred percent awake and you can feel everything, but you can't move because like the the worst, the electrical uh, signals aren't being sent to your muscles correctly. And then eventually you just have a heart attack or something like that because your, your brain, like the doula oblongata can't communicate to your heart properly. Oh and then you just, I think you have a heart attack. I, I'm not a, a scientist, but I've watched a lot of discovery channels. So I might be, <laughs> I might be like 75% correct. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, if there's t- if there's two ways I never want to die, it's I never want to burn somehow. That's one of the worst ways. And, and I don't want to get eaten by anything. That would <laughs> that would just be awful, especially like a snake where you're like feeling everything. Oh my god, that would be terrible. I never want to be eaten by anything. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to get eaten. Do you want to see it coming or do you want to like be oblivious? No, I want to be oblivious. Man. Oh, man. I don't know what it is. I feel like I want to, like, if I'm in a car accident, I want to see it happen. Just because I feel like I could do something. Even if I couldn't, I feel no. like at least, give me the, it, at least give me the chance to do something. Car accidents kind of happen fast, though. But like, I, like. But you can I see him. I don't know. I can. Yeah, I, I don't want to be afraid right before I die. Let's just say that. I don't want to sense like something is happening. But like that adrenaline rush, that high that you get from adrenaline. Yeah, but that's not like, like a good taste adrenaline. of pennies. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I think you would survive. I think you would survive well back in the day where it was like life <laughs> and death every day. And I'd be like, just, just kill me. <laughs> just kill me. Just kill me. Just like a, like a bear. Just like snap my neck. Don't like eat my intestines first. Get me around the neck and just snap it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. Uh, well, 
Yeah, I mean, most animals go for the neck when they bite just because that's where all the van- the arteries are at. So it'd be the fastest. They're not going to go for your... They're going to eat your stomach first, but that's not where they're going to attack you. Yeah. They're going like, to attack yeah. you for the neck, at the neck. They'll eat your stomach because that's where all the soft, juicy bits are. But, all right. Yeah, not fun. Not fun. <laughs> this... Are you just like trying to procrastinate so that we don't talk about necro? No, I'm just having fun talking about it. We're just having a good stuff in general. All right, right, cool. (laughs) I promise I'm not. (laughs) You're not? No, I'm not. uh, I'm not procrastinating. All right. No, it's just funny because we just, we're all over the bit, all over the place tonight. That's okay. It's entertaining. It's (laughs) entertainment. Is this what entertainment is? Yes. To some people. (laughs) <laughs> all right uh anything else about kubli i got nothing all right yeah neither do i what what would you uh rate this minus your half point for all the talking yeah um i'm really torn between an eight and a half and a nine to be honest mm-hmm. um and i'm never torn just give him the nine jeff No, give him. Give I'm, him getting, I'm giving it a nine. It's Hell a nine. yeah, it's a nine. Yeah, I'm. I'm in the same boat. It, this was like a nine for me. I, uh, I jammed this out all like the whole week. I was. I we were in the car on the way to the Motionless and White and Ice Nine concert. I was like, hey, we need to listen to this, not just because it's my homework, but because I want to listen to it. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. No good shit. Good shit. Also, they're coming to Michigan twice in like the same month. Like May 1st and like May 20th, they'll be right back. So that's cool. So they're coming to Michigan, leaving Michigan and then coming back? Yeah. Two two different tours. The first tour is with uh, Knocked Loose in Grand Rapids and the second tour is with Terror in uh, Detroit. Cool. So. If you end up going. I'm. Let me know. I'm debating. And we'll do an episode on it. I want to go to the Knock Loose one, but that's on a Sunday. And I don't know if I can't really take a Sunday off. Well, I guess. No, I can't. I can't take a Sunday off. Really did to go see them. So it's fucked. <laughs> well, but we'll I out. do have Fridays off now, so I could probably go to the one in Detroit. But that's that's the problem. Like, I know Knock Loose and I know Kublai Khan. I would have a good time. I don't know who Terror is. I don't know any of the other bands other than Kublai Khan in Detroit. I'm sure I would still have a good time. I'm just not sure if it would be as good of a time. Mm-hmm. So also, although it would be cool because Scott Vogel uh, is in Terror and is also the guest vocalist on Swan Song. So I don't know. I might go just hoping that they play it and I get to see what Scott Vogel is all about and what part he actually contributes. Cause I'm not gonna lie. I had, I couldn't really distinct who was who in in that one. I think I could actually pretty maybe. well. All right. Yeah. Um, maybe I just wasn't listening hard enough. Um, I think he, he, he's, he's the one that starts off on that song. Okay. And they, then they go back and forth. 
Okay. Okay, yeah. It's similar, but yeah, you can yeah, you can tell. Yeah, okay. it does it does sound it does sound pretty similar. Okay. Yep. All right. Shall we uh move on to Necrogabacon? Hell yeah. All right. So their LP is uh the fundamental slimes and humors. So what'd you think? Oh boy. I feel like this is gonna be like a, a hot take between us because one you're the one that introduced me to Necrogabacon. Uh, and to hear your little snippet at the beginning <laughs> is a little disheartening, I guess. I don't know. Their bio says we have a goblin. Uh, <laughs> that I, that just fits. They, they don't have, uh, I mean, they, I guess they have a genre, but they don't really have a genre cause they have no musical etiquette whatsoever. They're all over the place. Right. And I think that's one thing I really love about them is that they're not afraid to push the boundaries of what music is. And they, in my, in my opinion, they do a really good job at, they're amazing writers musically. And I understand that it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Um, That being said, this album I don't think hit the same way I was hoping it would like power core and uh, like the song power core did. It didn't have a lot of those bangers. It was a lot of, I think this was a lot more experimental. Yeah. Um, Which I don't think is bad. It's just not something I'm going to listen to all the time. Whereas like if I'm in the mood for like necro Gavilkan, I'm going to turn on power core uh, we need a gimmick, uh, dressed as goblins, uh, they're <clears throat> chop suey. Um, the one about a spider, a mystical spider in space or something like that. Just like all, all the, like those songs I, cause they're, while they are experimental and all over the place and lack all that musical etiquette, they are very much still in that metal genre and this, I think they got away from a little bit and experimented a little bit more. It's a lot more singy. Yeah, I think so. Uh, that being said, I, I enjoyed it overall. Um, and I have a few favorites that I'm going to add to my listen when I'm like feeling a necro, a necro day. Uh, but there was a lot of kind of passes for me. And when you're like, you, you spent money on this, I, I pre-ordered the rec the vinyl so i didn't know what what any of this was going to sound like other than oh beforehand yeah other than uh uh this time what is it this is our time and uh right now so those are the only two singles out this is oh this is it oh this is it that's what i meant this is it right now yeah yep so so would you have would you have uh, still gotten the vinyl if you had listened to the album first? I think so because I like the artwork and the vinyl was sexy. Okay. So just as like a collection piece, mm-hmm. I don't have any Necrogoblin stuff, so I feel like supporting them in even that little bit of a way. You have John Goblin's book. Oh, I do. Well, yeah, that. I don't know that. I think that just goes to to him. I don't think that goes to the whole band. 
<laughs> I think that's a separate entity. Yeah. Supporting right, John so you ready? <sighs> do I need to be sitting? I'm already sitting down. Should I, do I need to lower my seat? What's yeah. Okay. Hit be me. able to keep your feet on the floor. Okay. Maybe. I know you're six feet, but yeah, so that's not hard, but yeah, I would be honest. Like, I think it sucks. <laughs> oh boy. Like I, now I'm not, I'm not the biggest, I wasn't the biggest Necro Gabacon fan mm-hmm. anyway, like the, like musically. So do with that information what you will. Okay. Uh, I like them more as like a persona, an image rather than wanting to just sit down and listen to the music. Okay. Like, like I listened to, um, what was that? I can't, I can't think of the, the name of the song right now. That the one, the one, the one that made him go viral with the, he he went to the girl's uh, birthday party. Um, oh boy. It was like their, their first big yeah, single. Yeah. Not dresses um, goblins. Um, no, it was, let me Google it or let me, uh, I was gonna say, if you keep talking, I'll Google it. You YouTube it real quick. Uh, No one survives. Yes. So I watched that one. I, I would say like, you know, a good amount of times, not because I really enjoyed the music, but I, I, I thought obviously the video is, is funny. Right. And okay. they're, they're like a, overall, they're like a, like a, a jokey kind of funny band. Right. Because mm-hmm. they've got John Goblicon as their like, like mascot or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And uh, the hype man. And I feel like if there had been a visual, if this had been like a visual album, kind of like how Knocked Loose did with their EP. Okay. And there was like a story throughout the whole album, video wise, like song by song. You know, I, I, I think I would be more inclined to listen to listen through it. More so for like the story of like John Gabacon because he's hilarious. So the only really the only thing getting me to like just kind of like Necro Gabacon is John and his right now show and kind of that just the whole image of everything. But as for just listening to the music, I, I just I could not get into it at all. Um uh the the first time i don't i didn't even listen through all the way completely uh i would get like say the song was like four minutes long and i would get like three minutes into it and i'd be like well the next 60 seconds are not going to redeem the song for me so i just skip i would skip to the next one and yeah. do the same thing skip the next one skip to the next one and i was like this I, I was severely disappointed. Uh, I didn't really have very high hopes anyway. Um, you know, again, because I wasn't really the, like the biggest fan of the music just in general. But I don't know. It was it was just too weird. Like there's just. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of his singing. Um, I don't know. I do kind of like the album production at times, 
And occasionally there would be like a cool like 10 seconds maybe. Uh, like um, like if you go to uh, Yin. Uh, well, one second. Where's the thing? Get to it. If you go to 30 seconds on Yin, that like weird sound that goes back and forth between the headphones. Okay, yeah. Like I needed more moments like that. Okay. Like that was that's cool. And then like 153, there was a kind of a cool keyboard solo on Yin. Um Okay. But like yeah. But like but like you said, it was really experimental. So like Again, yin. There was like accordion in that one, and I don't know. It just I don't know. It it was it wasn't like heavy enough for me. It just felt it just felt kind of like it just it was like too like silly sounding kind of. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I just felt. I just feel like if you're gonna take. If, if you're going to take 45 minutes out of your day to listen to this album, you could just go listen to Kublai Khan three times that EP three times in the same amount of, same amount of time. Uh, okay. Yeah. And like, like I, I know I've mentioned this on the show before, but like the whole, that like carnival sound, you know, like that do that, that do yeah. that, that like that thing. So like going to die was, I, I remember not finishing going to die all the way right okay uh and then i skipped to a lesson in hate and then i'm like oh great more carnival (laughs) i remember saying that out loud right when the song started and i'm like fuck that i'm skipping this song too and i already heard this is it you know because we did a reaction video on it so then i skipped to fancy wind and then fancy wind kind of started and i thought that fancy wind may have been one that i could kind of latch on to yeah because it Started off kind of cool, but I don't know. It just, I don't really have anything good to say. I'll be honest, <laughs> except for the, what was the, there was a breakdown in, uh, this is it three fourteen. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Break, that was a safe breakdown. Um, so I did, I guess I did like that, but just overall it, it, it wasn't my cup of tea anyway. Uh, so yeah. All right. Bummer. I do love I do love John Goblicon though, and right now, his his YouTube show right now, like so. The, but that's like the real, really the only thing that I, it, like as their persona, I that's really the only thing that I like to watch. But in terms of just sitting there and like listening to their music, I I need I need like a funny video to go along with it if I'm going to be listening to the music, and and more more so I'm going to be listen I'm going to be listening because of the video, not necessarily because I'm like a huge fan of the music. So I guess for just a kind of like comparison for you, Necrogoblicon is kind of like, uh, like Oliver tree or little big is for me where it's, it's, it's weird and I'm not going to listen to it by itself, but I'll definitely watch a YouTube video. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm going to, I guess, add some, positives i don't know what i yeah go ahead what, go what ahead. i like we need to pick me up <laughs> a little pick me up i uh 
like I said, I don't think it was their best album, but I could walk away and have a few good songs. I The song uh, right now, I think I liked it in the beginning when they first released it. And that just might have been hype. The more I listened to it, the less I was just kind of like, eh. But uh, Golden Future, I really enjoyed. Just, and I feel like that might have been one of their more normal-esque songs. But the, the chorus, I don't remember where it's at. At 32 seconds. It's just, it's catchy. I Like the way it all rolls together. I, I don't know. I, I get like caught up by that. And then they kind of have their goofy little like going through the whole song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also like when you listen to the lyrics, once again, lyrics guy here, uh, it's almost like the song is talking about how when we, when we were growing up, we were promised like this golden future, this big, bright, you know, as long as you work hard, you, you know, the, the world is your oyster and all that stuff. And they talk about so that how, was a lie. Yeah. They, that's what they're talking about. They're talking about how <laughs> the closer we get, we just realize that everything just turned to dust and rubble. <laughs> and there's a part where they talk about, uh, there's like a little political jab. It's like, we have any, like, we need to try and like, just get rid of them. <laughs> like get rid of the people in charge, essentially. Mm-hmm. The ones that told us this, we just need to get rid of them. Let me see if I can find it real quick. I wish I wrote the. And while you're saying that, I'm going to say, uh, have a quick little comment uh, before I forget. Um, yeah. So if any, if, if you have any, if we have any new listeners, uh, in in previous shows, I've said that I, I'm not like the biggest fan of cover songs, but I would actually, I actually enjoy their cover of Chop Suey. So I'm more inclined to listen to their cover of Chop Suey than I am this, like this album, like their, like their actual music. Cause it's almost like a completely different song, but, um, it's, it's one of those rare instances where I'd prefer to hear like their rendition of Chop Suey than like an original song by them. So yeah, I throw it. So I throw it in there. That's good. In there. So at one they're it's like Don't they say it. waiting for a vision. Uh, nothing's working well. We haven't tried getting rid of them. <laughs> like, like just like blatantly just saying, Hey, we, you know, what if we try getting rid of them? We haven't done it yet. Let's just do it. <laughs> um, not one of my favorite. All right. So that was pretty much all I had to say about cold and future. Uh, not one of my favorites, but just a note in supernova at 22 seconds. I've heard that noise before. I, it's like from a video game or something like a, I don't know. It's it like was eating me the whole time. It's like mm. from like a. It's almost like from Sonic Pinball, the second level, the sewer level. That's crazy that you would 
Sega. Be so specific about that. Yeah, that is what that reminds me of. I don't know if that's the actual sound, but Sega's Sonic Pinball, the sewer level. I think it's the second level. It might be the first level. I don't know. But yeah, okay. I think that's where I think. Pinball, second (laughs) level. Lava Powerhouse. I don't know. Oh, no. You said it was a swampy level? Sewer. Yeah. Sewer. Sewer. Yeah. While you're looking that up, uh, you talked about going to die. Yeah. It's kind It's kind of simple or similar. It's I similar. mean, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, going to die was one of my favorites. I know you were eh, about it, but, uh, like at, I don't know. I just love like at one minute they put a tuba in. That's fun. Um, and then the lyrical buildup, they, there's a part where they say, woke up this morning wanting to die just like an, any of every other day. So I took some poison I got from some guy whom I found on Craigslist. Then I emailed my family to say I was dead and that I never loved them. There's only one small problem. Uh, I'm still alive. Like, okay, I, it, I don't know. You're talking about needing a story or whatnot. And that's, uh-huh. that paints a story for me. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know. It was, it was just funny. And then they talk about how they're like, they're going to take that as a second chance and try and live a better life. Um, yeah, there's like a lot of video game sounds in here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like you, what was that? What song? Supernovas? Um, like one, 103 of Going to Die? Like, it's just, like it's just too goof. It's just too goofy sounding for me. I don't know. I like it. Yeah. It's, and but also, yeah, what was it? Uh, Between the Berry to Me, they had the bunch of those. 20s yeah. cartoons and you're like I'm not about it and I'm sitting there like dude I loved it so <laughs> that like <laughs> yeah that, I can't I can't do it but that like little whistly the, boing, 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 yeah that's <laughs> yeah so I don't know I I liked it it's it's not something I want to listen to all the time but it's it's fun it's n- not being done regularly and it's pushing an envelope Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd I say it's. I definitely say it was like unique. Yeah. Uh. And then just like I, I, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, fancy wind, at fifty-two seconds. I didn't write any other notes. I just put at fifty-two seconds. Oh, yeah, that was. I still know how to count two, one, three, four. I just thought it was funny. Uh, but the song's about like growing apart from friends that you used to have and how sometimes it's a good thing that you just like, you're not meant to be friends and that's okay. Just mm-hmm. why, why pretend to try? Um, I like the song. No such, no such thing as a key. The last, I think it was the last song. Mm-hmm. Um, 
at 340, there was a bunch of layers. Like if you listen, it's just like opposite of Kublai Khan. There, there's like 10 or 12 layers of just shit going on. And I don't know. It was while, while we are big proponents of letting a song breathe, I think also, I don't know, choking a song up with layers is interesting. Yeah. And, you know, and, and to be fair, one of my favorite bands is like, you know, Frontier and they don't let any song breathe ever. Yeah. So, you know, it just depends on the song, but yeah, you're right. There's a lot of like, there's like a, a lot of voice layers in mm-hmm. that, in that spot, like harmony with the voice. And then it goes into like a choir almost type of thing. Yeah. And then there's phasers and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. So all in all, I do, I think it was their strongest album. No. Uh, am I going to listen to it again? I'll listen to a couple songs off of it, but, uh, I still think, uh, you know, against what you say, I, I think it's still at least worth a listen because you might mm-hmm. like it. If, if you want to, if you want something new that pushes the boundaries, this is the, this is the, the album. Mm-hmm. Cause I haven't heard anything this year or even last year that really pushed the boundaries as much as this. I mean, Frontier, yeah, but that was a, that's like a different type of. That's a different boundary. Yeah. You need consent for that one. That's. (laughs) Do we have, what do they label themselves as? Uh, Sonic terror? Yeah. Something like Like, that. Do we have permission to terrorize (laughs) your ears? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what that was. And this is, I guess, almost the same, like in the same genre of no musical etiquette. There's going to, it all fits together and it's all weird and wacky and it, um, it is very niche. I will say that. And maybe that's, that's what it is. If, if you want something niche, uh, this, I think this is your band. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're not into the weird and wacky and you want your music taken seriously, uh, (laughs) look, look (laughs) elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I enjoyed it overall. Uh, I will say, though, you said you like the artwork. I do as well. And it kind of makes me uncomfortable a little bit. <laughs> so, like just seeing the uh, like the uh, the internal like what a goblin, what they made a goblin to yeah. look like. Yeah. It's like it, like his spinal cord on the right there where it's like curled it just, around itself. Yep. It's like it, it's like makes me uneasy seeing that. <laughs> You know? Yeah. Um, but it's it's great artwork though. Yep. I do I do like it. I do like that. Yeah. I think that's the there was two different colors, I think, that you could get. You could get the one with the the blue goblin and then a green goblin, I think. I don't quite remember hundred percent, but I think that's the I think that's the artwork I got. Either way, this one I hope I got. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, I do. I do like the album title too. It's it's kind of, yep, the slimes. That's a, I like that word. Slimes. Yeah, fundamental slimes. The fundamental slimes and humors. Yeah. yeah. With a U. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh. do I do I want to know what you rated it or? 
I mean, I could say it out loud if you want me to say it out loud. I, it's, I guess it's tradition. Three. Ooh. Well, I guess I'll read it. It wasn't a one. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't know if any, I don't know if I could ever give anything a one. It would have to be like. Machine Gun Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think if I ever had to rate something a one, it would be like Frontierer making like a country album or something stupid like that. I don't know. I might have to listen to that. I mean, I would listen to it (laughs) to hear it, but like, I don't know. Yeah, it it would have to be really shitty to give me a to. Yeah. For me to give a one, but yeah, so see I still I still gave this a seven. I okay. I think I picked through enough. I found enough things that I liked. Um the singles were all pretty good in my opinion. Um and it's just it pushes the boundaries and it's it's different and niche. And maybe I'm just into that nicheness and whatnot. But I, I enjoyed it and it's okay that you didn't because it's not, not for everyone. Yes. <laughs> they all can't be eights and nines. Yes. But, so we got uh, pretty much nines from Kublai Khan and then uh wide margin in between you and I on Necro Khan. But yeah, uh, that's, that's about all I have to say for this week. Yeah. Same here. All right. Uh, Well, thanks for listening and uh, join us next week. All right. See you later.